Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I watched the second half of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And this is is the the other half. Summer Summer Classic Classic Movies! Movies. I'm Robert Osborne. This episode of Summer Classic Movies, we're talking about whatever happened to Baby Jane. Whatever happened to that that little old baby? (laughs) That little old that baby. That little old baby. <laughs> you ever look at a baby and be like, that is a baby who's lived a life. <laughs> yes, and, and we saw two, I guess, two babies here that have lived quite lives. Quite, quite lives. Quite well, lives. Everyone was a baby at one point. There's be- Well, there's also whatever happened to baby Davis. Be- be- Betty Davis is the, the main actor in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Joan Crawford. And Joan Crawford. Yeah. This is an interesting movie to watch because we watched the... Um, we barely watched. We barely watched. <laughs> we watched, I think, an episode and a half. A we feud. Did. A feud, which is about the making of this movie and how... In uh, quotes. Yeah, quote, unquote. How uh, Joan and... Joan and Betty hated, hated each, each other. other. Like a lot it on was set. the worst feud. They hated each other for years. I bet that show would be more interesting now seeing that we saw the movie. But yes, but on top of that, also maybe we could just crack open a book and read a bit about what actually what it was like for these two actors. Reading a book? <laughs> actually, Mike, this is a podcast. What you, do you like? This one? What the hell? You don't even need to do that. I watched a really great video about these two individuals on YouTube. It's oh. a channel called Big Kyrie Rewind, and it's it's this woman who uh, goes over a lot of like old Hollywood actors, uh, actresses, uh, talks about sort of their lives and. You know, their times in Hollywood. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want to read no book. I want to have someone else read a book for me and then tell me it in a nice video that I don't have to really think about so, and be actively engaged in. So she so she brought up this really good point because everyone's like, these two hated each other for years. They were at each other's throats. And it was like, well, actually, they worked for completely different studios. So they barely ever had to interact with each other. So they probably didn't care too much about each other at all. And so, also, so it was all based on nothing, that, that whole thing? It wasn't like they actually did hate each they other? See, well, okay. So here's the other thing, right? Is what the TV show does, which is kind of shitty... Even though what it's trying to do is, is like, look at these two powerful women and how they were their own worst enemies. And it's like, no, their worst enemies were the studios that were forcibly trying to pit each other against the other yeah. one. Like, the whole idea was trying to get that behind the scenes and then get it on screen. And this was all conceived of and instigated primarily by men in power and not by these two women. Like, there might have been a little bit of anim- animosity between these two because... So the other thing to consider, and I, maybe you... We also got to think that like a studio can manipulate one person and be like, well, this person is the reason why you know we can't get a raise or whatever. Right. You know? like, That's... And that could be top down. You don't know the full story. So you don't know the full like, story. I like this other person. But, right, exactly. Uh, they, well, and the other thing is there's they just have drastically different acting styles. So mm-hmm. um, something maybe you've picked up on is Betty Davis did not give a fuck about how people looked at her. She, was, she played Baby Jane. She's yeah. the one wearing all the makeup. And, you know, she's coming across as a very unlikable person and betty davis uh, i watched this video again on this channel called be kind rewind highly recommended on youtube um really interesting was that they they both sort of came up very differently whereas betty davis was all about individualism she picked her own name when back in the day actors and actresses were chose like they were they always would have a new name thrust upon them by uh by producers which is how uh, uh, Joan Crawford got her name. Her name is not Joan Crawford in real life. She's got some other name. She came from Texas. She had to drop her accent. She covered her for freckles. Mm-hmm. And she was always trying to transform into what she thought people wanted her to see her as. Like, okay. she was like, people want a flapper? I'll be a flapper. People want uh, to see, like, you know, uh, a, a, an ingenue? I'll play an ingenue. And it was just constantly transforming herself in order to appeal to the masses. Whereas Betty Davis was all about transforming herself so that she could better accurately fill the role that she wanted to choose. And these roles that she chose would usually be like uh characters who were troubled or characters who uh were tortured characters that a a lot of other actors were too scared to play or didn't have the ability um uh, betty davis uh was a trained actor whereas joan crawford was really more of like a model turned actor over the years and i think you can sort of see that in this movie because joan crawford is given this character who is very wide wide wide-eyed Almost to like an annoying de- degree, sort of just like this sort of person who's just like as timid as a as a as a leaf. Yeah. And then you've got fucking Betty Davis playing Baby Jane as a crazy person, just just insane. absolutely wild. I 
loved her. Yeah, she was great I in this movie. I loved her in this movie. She didn't give a fuck. I just, like, she's so good. It's so natural. Like, the way she holds herself, the way she throws her arms, the way she, like, puts her, her, her fists on her, on her hips as she's talking on the phone. Everything she does is incredible. So good, and she like flips on a dime too emotionally, and yes. that like is really and it's believable when it she is does very it. Very believable. It doesn't seem corny, which it could easily have done. So, and as you saw too, she's wearing like all this fucking makeup, and everyone was like, "This is gonna ruin your career, Betty. Like, this is going too far. You can't be looking like this, dressing like this, acting like this." But as we've seen, it's actually, and as she also pointed out, there was a lot of actresses back in the day who would do this to themselves, like. Mm-hmm. You know, they would they would cover themselves up this amount of makeup in order to hide how old they were getting. And this was a, a creative choice that she made. She did her own makeup in this movie because nobody else would want to do something like this. And it's actually one of the things that I really like about it is it's a it's such a strong, bold choice. Yeah, it's very, like, very noticeable But that this person is like, OK, this person has got a lot of issues they work through. Yeah, like, and a it's, lot. It's very like I, I love it, too, because it's a great sort of metaphor as well as like covering up yourself to the yeah, point man. of you no longer being like a person anymore you i just know? like that she jokerified herself you know? <laughs> she is like a joker she's isn't like she? this is like we live in a society yeah uh, where they uh throw women to the side after they become less cute yeah i i like the part where she puts her uh her sister who's in a wheelchair in her room upstairs and then she dances down the stairs yeah <laughs> that was a great moment i love that part <laughs> to a song written by a pedophile yeah uh, as you do as you i mean do. that was everyone back then so. was, i mean yeah yeah no nobody cared yeah. so you brought up a good point this is what happens when uh young women in the industry are no longer seen as attractive or cute even yeah i was gonna say because this is like baby jane baby like, jane like and she is known as that so i feel like they're going off like a shirley temple type yes. situation where it's like this person was very cute at the time yes and then they just kind of fell off the face of the earth you know uh there's lots of actors that have done that i that's what i even love about the title of the movie like whatever happened to baby jane is totally like, is 100 percent what people would say or even now like oh whatever happened to like the guy that played urkel or whatever you know yeah. like people say that shit about people who were big in the olden days and now are no longer doing things really yeah exactly all the fucking time and this was made in what the 60s whatever happened 62? to Moranis, who knew yeah like i don't know i, I really like that that's so clever uh so the movie opens in 1917 where Baby Jane okay. is performing on stage. Okay. And we see Baby Jane performing. Her father is clearly sort of like forcing her out on stage and, and, and making her sing and selling life-size dolls of her. Yeah, that part's weird. It's fucked up. You can buy those dolls for uh, $3.15 and a, and $3. or $3.25, and a quarter, I think, actually. That sounds kind of expensive. For back in the day. For back in the day, it sounds expensive. Uh, I only bring that up because later on, she uh, opens up an ad in the newspaper in order to get a uh, Ted Cruz to show up at her house. Uh, the guy that looks like Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a pianist, I guess. Um, Mr. Flag. Mr. Flag. Yeah, he's like a, he's an out-of-work pianist who sees her ad in the newspaper. An ad in the newspaper costs double of what her doll cost. Uh-huh. It was, I think, $6.50. Oh, my God. Whereas Inflation. her doll was $3 and, and, and a quarter. Anyway. Inflation. It's so crazy. I bet yeah. she complained about it, too. Was oh. Like, oh, no, she just... tossed that shit out because her sister's rich. Oh, okay. Her Blanche. sister's rich, not her. Interesting. No, Blanche is filthy rich because Blanche was the actual talented one. So, oh, interesting. So here's the thing, right? Is like when they were kids, Blanche was this sort of shy uh, sister uh, who had awful, awful cut bangs and always on the side of the on the on the stage. And Baby Jane was a little brat, but I love this because it's also like, sure she's a brat, she's a fucking little kid, and you're forcing her up on stage, making her do all this creepy, crazy shit for complete like strangers. Mm-hmm. It's a weird unhealthy thing to put your kid through i think that's forced is very strange because i didn't know that was well i I think she she i think she enjoys it but i think she enjoys it because she's sort of grown up in it you know i don't think any kid actually really knows what they're getting into when they do that kind of a thing you know yeah i mean that's true lots of kids don't understand like for example everyone's like oh or all the kids are like i want to be youtuber streamer they don't see the bad parts of it but you know like i don't think as long as they want to do it whatever that's fine i know a lot lot of people who are I know some people who are kids and did like acting stuff on the side because it's just easier to do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't go anywhere with it, you know. Yeah. You just kind of stop. I guess it's also it's it's also an indication as well of like she she's got a weird relationship with her dad. Mm. Um, 
she had this song that she used to sing called i, I can't remember what it's yeah, called yeah her songs are all daddy based daddy yeah she's like daddy i love you it's very weird daddy you're the best and it's like this creepy it was weird man like it was like weird lyrics about like how you you're you're good to your daddy or whatever the fuck yeah like very very reverent towards dad like I didn't in a like weird that. creepy way didn't like a little too reverent and so basically she's a big brat and then uh her mom her mom is talking to blanche which by the way this is the second movie we've seen blanche as a as a main character remember blanche was also in street yeah, desire that's true, yeah the main the name blanche the name blanche yes, no not true. the actor it's the same no same character same character origin even. story uh so blanche was Blanche was a little girl, and she's clearly, like, not – no attention is given to her. And her mom is like, Blanche, when you are big and the attention is on you, you have to forget what your sister is doing now, and you have to treat her with kindness and respect. You have to remember that. And then Blanche, young Blanche, which, by the way, the actor who played young Blanche was, like, really good. She was sort of like, I'll remember, mother. I'll remember. And I was like, oh, shit, she's, like, going to fucking, like – be a crazy person too like blanche is going to be evil but no she's she legit did remember that like she should be good to her daughter yeah. or her sister so then we flash maybe that kid wasn't a good actor if that's the thought you got that came across in there maybe uh so and so we flash forward in 1935 blanche is now a big actor mm-hmm. everyone loves her she's she's well known well regarded she's got a lot of money how old is, how old is she at this point uh, well her? this was in the well what so they were probably in like their 30s probably okay okay uh and so she's a big actor and she's got a lot of sway in the she's i think she has her own like production company as well she's got a lot of sway in the in the production thing and the interesting thing about this is like they didn't want they knew that they couldn't de-age these actors so all of the stuff we learn about them is through the men in the studio mm-hmm. um and so the men are like yeah this blanche she's she says whatever as many films she makes her sister has to make too so they're basically forced to make movies with Baby Jane, and they hate working with her because she's not she's not a good actor. Right. And so then they're like, "Ah, that that's crazy. She's awful. It's it's awful that we have to do this. We should try to convince Blanche to just be an actor by herself and just drop Baby Jane completely." Right. And then we cut to Blanche and Baby Jane going to their home, and then we don't see them because again they didn't want to de-age these actors, but. Baby Jane is behind the wheel and rams the car into Blanche, hmm. breaking her legs. So you see that? Yes. Okay. We see that that Blanche fucking or Baby Jane puts her foot down on the okay. on the. On the but gas you don't pedal. see their face. No. Interesting. Because we can't see their face uh-huh. because they're old. Okay. And then we cut to the future again, further in the future. But it's weird. It's very strange that they cut because they cut to the future, but it says there a title card pops up saying yesterday. I don't know what that means. Why it says yesterday? It doesn't give us a date. Huh? Yeah, but w- it's clearly in the future. Maybe it's yesterday from today when the movie came out. Maybe that's Maybe. interesting. Maybe I don't I know. I like that idea. Um, and so then they we we and here's the interesting thing too. Twenty minutes into the movie, still haven't. We, so I think what is it like ten minutes in, fifteen minutes in, the title card pops up, and then we still haven't seen the two big hitters in this movie, Betty Davis and wow. Joe Crawford yet. Interesting. And. Now that we're in the present, we don't still don't see them. We only see them through uh, 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 Blanche. Blanche is on television. There's a there's a marathon of her on TV. Oh wow! And we see the neighbors watching her on TV, talking about her and how she, her and her sister are crazy. And they're next door neighbors. Huh. Um. And they're like, we should go and and say hi to them one of these days. And then we finally see them, and we see that. Blanche is watching herself on television and she's just like wonder she's just like oh yes the good old days she's in this wheelchair and baby Jane pops up and she just fucking yells at her for like no reason yeah, she's that's, drunk that sounds about right yeah she's just a, this awful alcoholic um and then we get to what happens next so, so we're calling which I like he'll still call her baby Jane even though it's like She's definitely an adult. Like she still goes by that name, which is very no, interesting. Well, she does say she does say her name is Jane when she talks to other people. Okay. But then if they don't recognize her, she says, I'm baby yeah. Jane. You know baby Jane, right? Yeah, I'm so. the baby Jane. I think it's also just like that's that was literally the height of her popularity. Like right. even when she was an actor, nobody watched it. So yeah, that's y- true. Yeah. Uh so yeah. So she's constantly like fucking with Blanche. She's uh, oh, Blanche has this little bird in a cage. And that's supposed to be, you know, a metaphor 
this idea yeah. of like a beauty that's all oh, been I don't get it. Up. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. And so she's got this little bird. Hard metaphor. I'm a very, I mean, you know, it's Couldn't a classic it for a reason, yeah. right? Uh, and they also have this housekeeper named Elvira, I think. That's a cool name. I never knew her name. Okay. I saw her though. So, and she clearly hates Baby Jane. Baby Jane clearly hates her. And she's like, Blanche, Baby Jane, your sister, is going through your fucking mail and, and throwing away all your fan mail uh, because she hates you. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe Baby Jane is just like, you know, she's got like a chip on her shoulder. Maybe she, because at this point, I don't know how bad she is. I know that she ran into her sister, but I don't know, like, maybe she was drunk. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we I don't know. I don't know that much about her yet. And then, uh, so I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm also dispelling it because I'm like, the actor playing Baby Jane is incredible. I'm going to stand behind whatever she does. Oh, yeah. You know what really good Incredible Actors do, though? They disappear. They turn the evil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, Blanche just tries to, like, she's just like, no, she's fine. Don't worry about her. She's just my sister. She's going through a lot right now. Uh, and then, uh, oh, we also learned that, uh, this is great. Blanche has called the local, like, liquor store and been like, don't sell my sister any more alcohol. And Blanche calls, or uh, Baby Jane calls the liquor store and is like, hey, I want to buy some alcohol from you. And they're like, oh, we can't sell you alcohol because your sister said not to do it. She's like, what? Blanche said that? <laughs> Give me a sec. She holds the phone away from her, and then she brings yep. the phone back, and she talks like her. Yep. And I read it up. I read up on it. This was not the actor impersonating the other one. This was actually a voiceover of Joan Crawford. Oh, interesting. But she still does such a good job. Yeah, actually, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. I didn't look it up. I was and just like, oh, okay. She's basically like, hey, you can sell me alcohol. Like, don't worry about it. And she gets away with it. Uh, and then uh, we learn that uh, Blanche wants to get rid of the house. She she's talked with her manager and she's like, we're going to get rid of the house and we're probably going to throw uh, baby Jane into a mental institution. But the best money can't buy, though. She doesn't want to do it like in right. a mean way. Well, she has lots of money, so she might as well do that. She has a ton of money. And so uh, but she, here's the thing about Blanche is she's so scared. Understandably, she doesn't tell this to baby Jane. And when baby Jane confronts her, she's always lying. There is a reason why you don't tell it to baby Jane. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, because later on, baby Jane is like cleaning the birdcage mm -hmm. and then she brings the birdcage back and she's like it flew away the bird uh -huh. is gone and it's like that was the one thing that the one living thing that blanche Gotta could interact with, with yeah. really on a day-to-day -day basis because she's upstairs in a wheelchair and then yeah it's crazy she just leaves her upstairs too and then baby jane fucking just takes her phone yeah yeah she just does stuff she just she can and she just leaves her up there this like, is the first time she's had like power over someone really yeah, like, I think that's true. So I think she's just exercising it. Uh, so then we have a later scene where it's like, okay, so she has to stay upstairs. Um, and then we, then baby Jane is like downstairs and she's like, <laughs> she starts singing about being in love with her father and she's putting on makeup. She's like looking in the mirror and she's just like, ah! She like screams that she sees herself because she sees how old she is. Okay. Uh, and then uh, she she's like, "Hey, Blanche, here's your dinner. I made you some dinner." So she's a good person. And oh yeah. She 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 serves her dinner, uh -huh. and then Blanche picks it up, and it's her fucking bird. What the she fuck? She killed the bird, and she left it on the fucking plate and served it to her. Did she at least cook the bird, or is it dead? It's, it's just... dead. Okay. And I'm like. The, she is pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> From this point they on, they take a little bit to get to it. It sounds like, but, but the, yeah. at that point, I'm like, holy fucking shit! She isn't just some sort of like. Well, it's great. I didn't have this arc in my half. Oh my god! Because yeah, I'm like, maybe she's got problems. Like, I want to feel bad for her. I want to relate to her. But fucking Christ, she just murdered her bird, and then is gonna feed it to her, and then Blaze is like. Baby Jane, I'm hungry. You need to feed me dinner. And Baby Jane's like, you still haven't eaten your last dinner. I'm not going to feed you any more food until you've eaten that. God. <laughs> and then she feeds her dinner. She feeds her dinner. I think I think Blaine just got an entire day without eating. And then she brings her dinner the next day. And it's a rat from the basement. Good Lord. She feeds her just a fucking rat. <laughs> I'm glad you get like laugh at this paraplegic person getting, <laughs> getting abused. It's 
It's because Joan Crawford placed like the biggest wet blanket. She's just like so, and she's like willing to fall on the sword for her fucking abusive sister. She can't help it. What do you mean willing to fall on her sword? She's whenever any whenever anyone is like, man, your sister's kind of a bitch. She tries to find some crazy excuse, even though she's grown up with this awful woman. Uh-huh. Like whenever Elvira comes over, just be like, hey, Elvira. Fucking help me! Get me out of this fucking house! My uh-huh. sister's a fucking evil witch. Well, who's maybe it wasn't, this, it wasn't this bad until she killed a parrot, I guess. That's yeah, true, and a, and a rat. Yeah. And then there's one part where uh, usually after you stop getting fed, people get upset. That is true. And so Blanche is aware that like Baby Jane is evil. So Baby Jane goes to like uh put in a an ad in the newspaper, and while she's gone, Blanche writes up something really quick on a piece of paper and throws it to the neighbor so that the neighbor can see it, but. Baby Jane arrives, picks it up, and holds it against uh, oh, yeah. Blanche. She's like, fuck you, Blanche. I read this, and now nah, you weren't going to tell so anybody been, about so it. So she wants to make a comeback to her, basically. She's just like, so what's why is Blanche suddenly turning evil, it sounds like? Why, why do you think that is? Blanche isn't evil. Not Blanche. Sorry, excuse me. Baby uh, Jane? Baby Jane. Baby Jane is turning evil because she's nervous about losing the house, and she's nervous about being sent to a mental institution and possibly getting their money taken away. Okay. Um, I think it, there's a lot of motivation there, too. Like, so... That's the other thing, right? It's like she she knows all this shit because she's a fucking crazy person. So she like picks up the phone whenever anyone's talking. She reads all of her mail. And so she knows everything that's coming up. And she knows that she can't lose this. Also, the other thing I wanted to say, too, is she's under the impression that she bought this house. She's like, I bought this house with my money that I made from baby Jane. I own this house. You don't. Mm. Um so interesting but yeah that's why i think she's turning evils because she's realizing she's gonna lose her grasp but she's also like independence they look like b plus she's trying to get her career back in she's oh. like trying to relaunch it right like that's why she's putting that ad in that newspaper she put the ad in the newspaper i okay so i was under the impression she only put the ad in the newspaper because she wanted to sing and have some piano accompaniment and oh. uh i just thought that's what it was was like i need somebody to come over and play the piano so i can sing i didn't realize she was actually gonna start like launching oh interesting yeah. okay but yeah, and then we are introduced to Ted Cruz, who uh, reads the ad in the newspaper. <laughs> it does look like Ted Cruz. This is another great bit. So he is at home, and her, his mom is on disability and can't work anymore, and he's an, a musician. And so he's like, hey, mom, I read this ad. Can you pose as my secretary? And this is so great, because it just goes to show this movie is obsessed with the idea of like identity and mm-hmm. the idea of somebody like faking their identity in order to make it, you know? Yeah. No, that's true. Well, what this guy. Means well, because the thing is, you say he's British. He's really not. Like he doesn't. When he's speaking to his mom, he doesn't have an accent. I wasn't gonna say. I didn't say he was British. Oh, I thought you did for some yeah. reason. Oh, okay. Did I say he was British? I thought you did. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Who, who are you saying? Are you hungry? Do you want some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed you the termites <laughs> that um, we have in our garage. His mom is British. Okay. Is he British? I mean, I guess technically he would be, but I don't think he has an accent. I don't think he does either. Sometimes it comes out when he's talking to his mom, but I always thought it was because he was making fun of her. I think that's what it was. Uh, either way. So, yeah. And then he arrives at the house all dressed up. Yes. And that was the end of my half. So he introduces himself as a British guy because he's talking like this. Oh, okay. Very proper. Okay. He's in the King's English. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Baby Jane is very excited and is, is drinking a lot. And is like, I'm going to lock you up in this room. Or do you stay up there? Uh, you stay. Stay up there, Blanche. Don't come down here. Mm-hmm. And so he arrives on time. She's like, oh, do you want tea? He's like, oh, you probably asked me if I want tea because you can understand I'm British, right? Yes, it does. But then I saw this motherfucker put sugar in his tea, and I'm like, this motherfucker ain't British. <laughs> they only take milk. <laughs> That's, what That's, That's what it took. That's what it took for you to know. Me, Baby Jane, is not that smart, though. Yeah, you're like that motherfucker watching... Uh uh, Glorious Bastards when he puts up the three you're like this motherfucker this is, this is not no, German you gotta know the culture yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. know the culture you should have researched that that's very buddy, clever trying to pull something else I don't know I don't know if that's what they're actually going for but that's what I thought yeah 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 Um. well you're right he isn't so British. then yeah Jane's like did you recognize me I want you to figure out who you who I am and he's mm-hmm. like uh, I, I, I don't know I don't know I'm sorry he's like oh we'll just let you know I'm Baby Jane Hudson. He's like, oh, you're the baby Jane Hudson. Interesting. Oh, that's great. She's mm-hmm. like, I want to bring back my old act. I have everything all set up. I'm even getting the same outfits. And I'm just like, oh, you're going to be that? But you're like, you know, in your fifth, like 50s. <laughs> like old, yeah. yeah. Late 50s, probably. And the makeup is not helping. And the makeup's not helping. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, cool. But he wants a job. So what is he going to do? She shows him his scrapbooks about like how she used to be. Um, um and starts like being like okay well let's let's do a little 
little song then, I guess. So he goes and walks around a little bit, and she goes, the doorbell goes off. Mm-hmm. Pippi Jean's like, what the hell? Um, and it's great because she like starts talking to Blanche about the wheelchair or the, the doorbell going off. And it's like, well, I can't believe someone else is here. How could you invite someone else here? You want someone else to take the opportunity from me. And then she just slaps her across the face. Damn. Um, I don't think it was anyone. I didn't write anything else. I'm assuming there was no one else. I don't think anything came of it. Mm. So she goes back down and is like, I'm going to go sing some girl, some songs about being a little girl. And he's like reading all the papers. It's all like literally every single songbook has the word daddy on it. So I'm going to look up what the name of the song was that she sang at the very beginning. Cause the lyrics are fucking creepy. Oh yeah. It's very strange. Um, and he's like, that's great. Like, I think you're going to do great. But he, in the back when she's away, you can see on his face, he's like, this is fucking weird. Like, this is very <laughs> weird doing all this, but that's okay. So the name of the song is I've written a letter to daddy. Uh, it goes, yeah. I've written a letter to daddy. His address is heaven above. I've written dear daddy. We miss you and wish you were with us to love. I just realized this about her dad being dead. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh uh, yeah. No, it's the same song she's saying. And I'm like, Oh man, did her dad die. Instead of a stamp, I put kisses. The postman says that's the best to do. I've written a letter to daddy saying, I love you. So there you go. So it's about her dad being dead. Yeah. Which is weird that's... because he's alive clearly back when she sang that song. Yes. So that's weird. Yeah. But I guess, you know, Hey, make the, make her more sad, make her more pathetic. Yeah. Make it a hit. Which is kind of funny. Cause she's even then she's not being genuine. No. And it's actually, so one thing I want to bring up too, is when she's a little girl and the minute she gets off stage, she's like, I want ice cream. I don't want to perform anymore. I don't want to go back to that hotel. So it's like, it mm. goes to show that it, being a performer was not really something she was great at or something she didn't love. Yeah. But she did like the attention. Yes. A lot. And that's something she wants back. Uh, so yeah. So he's like, Oh, my dad used to be an actor. She's like, Oh, did, you run with, did she, you know, run with like, maybe I met him back in the day or whatever. He's like, no, he died when I was young. And also he was in England, never made it over to the States. Mm. Um, my, may mom, the pond. <laughs> my mom never approved. Uh, she's like, okay, well, let's see a uh, hundred bucks a week. That sounds good. He's like, yeah, that, that sounds all right. But it's a very awkward conversation with the money right. situation. Um, it's clearly, and it's, that's a lot to him. It's also great because you can tell he doesn't have a car. But mm. he comes in and is like, oh, my! I took a cab. My car's in the shop. It sucks. She's like, oh, okay, well, let's have dinner tonight. And he's like, no, I'm, I know we've made a great deal. And I think we're going to do a great job doing this. But, but this is take, just a like but, a professional relationship. Yeah, but yeah. take me back to my mom's house. It's like, okay. So um, you got... So this is now I understand why she's doing this. But Blanche is uh, looking around the house for food, and she finds some chocolates in I think Baby Jane's like room. I don't know room or something like that. Yeah. And she just scarfs them down. I'm like, wow, she's really eating that with this <laughs> horrible ADR. And I'm like, why is she eating those chocolates? It's almost like she hasn't eaten anything all day. Mm. Um, and she finds a signed image of herself, and it's like got her face all crossed out. Oh. And it says Blanche Hudson many times, like written. It's almost like, I don't know if it's implying that she's like getting really good at trying to sign something. (gasps) Oh, she is. She's forging checks because she opens that up and she sees a checkbook. And one of the checks is written out to a Western costuming company. It's like $100 worth. That's incredible because earlier in my half, there's a bit where Blanche is like, what's going to happen after I die? Uh, uh, Baby Jane, you can't, I can't sign checks for you if I die. And she's like, so she's been working at yeah. it for a while. That's why you can see all these signatures. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so that's why she had the um the signed copy there, so she could practice. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Got it. So um yeah, so then a check for the Western costume place. I assume it's to get her career back on the road. Um so Blanche then desperately tries to go down the stairs because she was clearly abandoned. So she's like crawling down the stairs to the telephone she makes it she calls baby jane's doctor for help and is like you need to send a doc you need to send someone over here to help because like she's losing it like i can't Why she's locked me the up neighbors um well she can't like where she how's she gonna get up well how'd you get there well she got to the telephone you're saying like call the neighbors instead or get leave the house and crawl to the neighbors well that's too far like it's right it's not right next door well she's can't walk she has the wheelchair she got down there, there. By crawling on her leg, like arms, like she, she got cannot do that I to guess a telephone. Like 50 years old. Yeah, she's yeah. old. Took her like all this effort just to get to the telephone. Good point. All so right. she calls the telephone, calls the doctor. The doctor at first doesn't believe her. Then at the end, they're like, "Oh, all right, fine. We'll send someone over. It sounds like she's having an episode or something. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come take her away." But then, Baby, Baby Jane, Jane walks is, is listening to this and hears like, "Yes, I think she's mean. I think she's gonna hurt me." Mm-hmm. And then she hangs up the phone. And she's like, "How dare you? How dare?" And just 
whacks her right, like hits her, like kicks her in the neck. Fucking like, Christ. It looks brutal. And then just like kicks her away. She goes to like a different room. And then of course she calls back and doing a course her impersonation is like, hey doctor, sorry. Uh, look, baby Jane's actually going to a different doctor this time. So it should be fine. She's like, oh, well, as long as she's getting help, I guess that's okay. Motherfucker, man. <laughs> I can't get a break, baby. That's fucking awesome. So then. Um, God, she's so great. She's such an awful, evil person. Yeah. And then you got a, the maid comes mm-hmm. and um, baby Jane's like, you're fired. By the way, she doesn't go inside. She's like, "Well, I'm fired." It's like, "Yeah, we, we're gonna we don't need the house anymore. We're gonna move to the beach. It's gonna, we, you know, we, there's no reason for you to clean. We're we're gonna start moving soon." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, well, can I see Blanche? Just make sure to say goodbye." And she's like, "No, just give your give us your key and leave." And she's like, "I don't have my key. I left that at home because I thought, you know, I'll be working. I'll bring it back next time." She's like, "Fine, just get out of here." Mm-hmm. So, um. Baby Jane goes to town to pick up her stuff. I think her outfit from um, from the costume from store. The costume store. Well, the maid comes back mm-hmm. and like opens the door. She does have a key. She had it with her. Oh, she was lying. And she, the maid. Yeah. yeah, she's smart. That's not great. Liars never prosper. I know. That's true. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so she opens the door and is like, "Hmm, okay, let's go see if we can find Blanche." And Blanche, where are you? And she gets up to Blanche's Bedroom. room. And she's like, this door's locked. This is weird. So she tries breaking in. But then, of course, baby Jane comes back. Oh, no. And baby Jane's there. And the maid's like, listen, you better tell me what's in this door, like where Blanche is, or I'm going to call the police. She's like, mm, I don't, we don't have to do that. She's like, unlock this door. So she unlocks the door. And you see Blanche is tied up with her arms up in, like, in some sort of like medical swing where she can't move her arms. And she's got a bunch of duct tape around her mouth oh my god and she can't do anything blanche is like or no not blanche uh, the maid's like what the i'm i can't believe it and she's just like help me help me <laughs> i need help oh, and no. then um by the way so i didn't, didn't mention this but the um the maid was using a hammer to try to open the door okay and she puts it down when she goes inside okay and baby jane picks it right up and then smashes her head in, baby. Just knocks <laughs> Wait, her out. Wait, who? The, the, the maid. Oh, my God. It kills mm-hmm. the maid? She kills the maid. Because she's got no witnesses, baby. Jesus fucking How Christ. How are you supposed to come back from that when you got your, like, an eyewitness seeing someone tied yeah. up? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so the maid is dead. The maid's dead. Oh, my God. Okay. Holy shit. So Mr. Flag comes back. <laughs> Holy I know this escalated it's, so quickly. It a lot. At first, it was just like, "Hey, I want some, I want some fucking booze. Give me booze." And now it's just fucking murdering it's people. Fucking murdering people, man. Oh my god! So Mr. Flag comes back. He, you know, on time the way he's supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, who's definitely not British? The way he's talking to his mom. His mom's also like, "Oh, you know, those people are wild. Like Blanche has a lot of money, but like if she has Baby Jane, Baby Jane like rammed a car and like paralyzed her sister. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, that's fine. Whatever. You know, it'll be okay." Um. But he goes to the door, rings it, and it's upset because she, uh, baby Jane doesn't answer because she can't let him in because she has to move the, the body, body. <laughs> and do all that stuff. You know, oh my she has God. to spend a day cleaning up. Jesus Christ. So, um, so she's like in the process of kind of like moving stuff around. So she's taking the wheelchair, tries to hide it, and like go in the back of a car to try and dump it. But the neighbor comes home and sees what's up. And luckily, the neighbor's like, hey, is everything okay? And Baby Jane's like, yeah, I'm just out here. She's like, okay, just make it sure. Well, if it was okay, good night. I'll leave you. The neighbor's a little suspicious, but mm-hmm. nothing too crazy. Um, And then, let's see what happens next. I don't know. Uh, okay. So, um, she kills the, 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 the pianist. No, not yet. So then, um, not yet. Yeah. She does that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Or does she? <laughs> the cops call her place, and they're like, "Hey, you know, baby Jane," or I think it was actually she's doing a Blanche impersonation. Like, "Hey, um, where Blanche. is a?" Uh, just FYI, your maid has a missing persons report right now. Uh, have you seen her at all? And she's like, "Oh no, I've not seen her. That's that's sad. I'll let you know <laughs> if I hear anything, though." And of course, you know, she knows and she's like, oh, shit, it's getting real. Like, baby Jane is a little shook at this yeah. point. Like, oh, maybe I'm maybe I did a bad. She's uh, afraid like a baby. It's all fun until you get caught. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, she's having a blast until now. Yeah. So let's see. She goes and complains to 
Blanche about how she's like, I'm so upset about all of this. I can't talk to Mr. Flag anymore. This is so annoying how all this happened. I, I love it. it. You have to help me, Blanche. You have to help me because Blanche always helps her. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so then Baby Jane uh, talks about like how she caused the accident. So sorry, and Blanche always is like, hey, just to let you know something about the accident. She's like, no, don't tell me anything. I don't want to hear the bad stuff. So then someone's at the door. Say? Do we know what she was going to say? I have to wait a little bit. Someone's at the door. And you're like, oh, shit, is it the cops? And... That's what I thought, but of course Blanche is smart, even though she's like dehydrated and dying. Wait a second. Hmm. Who was driving? What do you mean who's driving? Who's who's driving the car? Bear's driving car. How could this be? <laughs> a reference for like ten people out there. Um, was 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 Blanche driving the car? Don't know. Because we don't see their faces. Yeah, it was very strange why you didn't see their faces, huh? I just assumed we didn't see their faces because they were young. You were very adamant about that, weren't you? But maybe it was another reason. Oh, my fuck. Blanche was driving the car? Oh, and man. that's how she got fucking, like, in a in a wheelchair? And she was trying to kill baby Jane? I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Dude. I don't know. If that's what fucking happened, holy fuck. That'd be nuts if that's what happened. Well. <laughs> Anyway, she's like, hey, maybe Mr. Flag came back. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. So she goes, she's like, wait a second, I gotta lock you back up. She ties her up, everything, Blanche back up. You can't tell anything to Mr. Mr. Flag at all. Mm-hmm. So she goes down, and it turns out Mr. Flag is there, mm-hmm. but has two policemen with him. Damn! Because he's been drunk, and he's apparently hanging out there, and the policemen are like, are you sure you know this guy? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know him. Come on in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sure, yeah, it's okay. Okay, and then the cops are like, all right, have a good night. She has to say that because she doesn't want cops coming around. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so what happens next? Uh, what happened next? What happens? I know, I'm just delaying it for the... Uh, for the for, inevitable. For the inevitable. I want to know. I want to know who's driving the car now. That's fucking So nuts. he arrives. He's acting a little bit weird. Ah! He's he's drunk. He keeps drinking. Um, baby Jane... Uh, Brings, yes. over, brings over a genuine baby Jane doll and puts it in his lap. And he's like, I just, can imagine I get Imagine like a full... Can like, I get my money? Imagine that shit. Yeah, I know. So imagine what, having like a, a fucking model. Well, he's drunk enough that he gets on a wheelchair and puts like, straps himself in with the with the doll and like just starts rolling around the house and the it freaks baby Jane out. She's like, ah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and then you hear Blanche as she's slowly gotten out of the, the restraints and has mm. made a crash. She made a crash upstairs. And drunk old Mr. Flag just runs up there, and you just open this. He opens the door, and you just see Blanche going, I'm dying. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Mr. Flag's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and so he just runs out trying to find help. Mm-hmm. And um, Whatever happened to the body of the maid? I don't know. It's just never explained. Oh. It's just not Maybe there. Maybe it's in the, it's in the, it's it's in the, back in the of fruit car cabinet. Something like that. Who knows? Yeah, it's in the fruit, fruit cabinet. The fruit cellar. The fruit cellar. There you go. Um. So... She's like, okay, you know what, Blanche? Blanche is, like, looking bad. She's looking dead now. Yeah. And, uh, Blanche, we're just going to go to the sea like we always wanted to at, like, 11 p.m. at night. And we're <laughs> just going to hang out by the beach. And so they go. And she's like, isn't this, isn't this great, Blanche? And Blanche is just, like, laying on the beach dying. not saying anything because <laughs> she's dying. Yeah. And then it's daytime. And uh, Baby Jane is on the beach digging around, <laughs> having a good time, with Blanche barely conscious, just like... <laughs> I and love it's this. It's wild because the police are basically nearby. The beach is opened up now. People are walking around. They see them. They don't. Oh. They're that's what's interesting about it is they don't see them at all. Which oh. is like, huh. It's almost like no one recognizes you after a while, even if you are famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well, especially after a certain age. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So they're talking about the kidnapping, they're talking to like the the, the vendor that's there, and it's like, oh man. You know, we're going to find someone maybe soon. Yeah. And they got the, the news report on the radio about like how they went missing because Mr. Flag reported it eventually. Mm-hmm. And um, they found the convertible. The police did, or someone reports the convertible. Like this convertible has been here since the morning. And the guy's like, yeah, I opened up and it was here. The strange convertible that mitch- matches the description. Mm. Mm. And it's also wild because I guess back in the day, you just park on the sand. I'm like, <laughs> Damn, that's that seems really There's rough. There's such thing as parking lots back in the day. They hadn't been invented yet. I guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, and so the cops go and investigate the car, and they're like, "Yep, that's it." And during the meantime, arrest the car, Bla- folks. <laughs> yeah, Blanche and Baby Jane are over there, and Blanche is like, "Hey, I'm just let you know, like, I made you think your whole life that could you crippled me, but actually, I crippled myself. 
you were too drunk, so I wouldn't let you drive. So that's why you don't remember the fact that you didn't drive because oh. you were so drunk. And so I drove the car and crippled myself. And the thing is, is by the time the you were scared, so you ran off. And by the time the police authority showed up, they determined that um, baby Jane was driving. Mm, how? And, and he just, because like she's just, uh, she's crippled and like, passed out okay like she's like oh wow so the the victim you know the drunk drivers the, the drunk person is probably the one who the one that was that did it. In the accident yeah, yeah exactly so so wait why she 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 wanted to cripple herself no blanche no the reason she did it is uh oh shit i think the reason was this is so important this is the most important thing in the movie oh well, <laughs> well i'm trying to think why why did she do it i'm pretty sure she just took the car away and then accidentally crippled herself i believe i believe it was an accident i don't think it was on purpose oh okay. she wasn't trying to kill baby jane oh. i don't think okay good i don't think so i was like if she was gonna fucking try to murder but her that's what she's telling baby jane that's true she's baby not she- gonna say that she's not true. gonna say like man baby jane was right in front of that fucking car like Maybe yeah. she was doing it then. Maybe uh, she was. I don't know. I don't know. It seems odd for a sober person to just randomly be like, yeah. I'm going to murder you now. Yeah. So maybe, or I'm going to accidentally murder you. So yeah, I think you might be right though. I Obviously, she, we're not going to get the full story because she's like dehydrated, she's <laughs> probably a sunstroke, like yeah. all that stuff and saying this. And she's like, oh my God. So we could have been friends this whole time, said baby Jane. <laughs> she's like, okay, yeah, we could have been friends. Yeah. yeah. And of course, um, Blanche is like, "It's all my fault. I made you ugly, baby Jane. It was my fault." She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, you want ice cream? I'm gonna go get ice cream. Let's celebrate oh. our newfound friendship." So she goes and gets ice cream. <laughs> this is awesome. And oh, I love this. As she's running back with the ice cream, the cops see her and are like, "Baby Jane, what the hell? Where's Blanche? Like, we need to find Blanche because she's missing." Mm-hmm. And of course, the two cops seeing talking to this old woman everyone's like what the fuck and so all these people start getting up and gathering around her being right. like, what's going on and she's like um she notices everyone around her and she's like well it's time to put on a show <laughs> so she just starts dancing doing her routine everyone keeps watching and being like wow this person's a nutcase and all this <laughs> stuff and then the cops see uh blanche hanging out in the sand uh-huh. and so this is great shot this is the end of the movie great shot of this kind of like aerial view and at the top, you see the circle kind of following baby Jane as she's dancing of all these people watching her. Oh, I get the spotlight. And the cops are down below <gasps> finding Blanche. Blanche on the sand and oh. tending to her. And then the movie ends. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Good shit. It was good. Good shit. It's a good ending. Fucking. They fuck. knew that. They fuck. knew the ending. That is good shit. This movie is so good. Yeah, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. It holds up really it's well. It's a really good movie. Oh, whoa, whoa, that was good. <laughs> yeah, man. You want to hear some crazy shit, too? Yeah, hit me up with some crazy shit. So, do you know anything about Joan Crawford other than her being in nope. this movie? Do you ever, ever heard of, Bo- of Bobby Dearest? I've heard the name, but I don't know what it is. So, you know nothing about it. Mm-mm. So, Joan Crawford was known not only for being a uh, big actor, yeah, but also for being an abusive parent to her daughter, Bobby oh. Dearest is the movie about Joan Crawford and how she, you know, the no wire hangers and yeah, all that shit. Yeah, okay, I'm remembering this. That's Joan Crawford. Oh. The, in this movie, she's the one that's in the wheelchair, not the not the one that's, like, lost her mind. She's, huh. like, the ingenue, like, quiet one who's very nice and, and, and bashful. Uh-huh. But her own, like, career trajectory seems to much closer align to Baby Jane's interesting as being like constantly having to transform in order to be big in hollywood mm-hmm. eventually turning into a fucking monster because of all of the awful so in real life she abuse. was abusive yes okay it, i didn't and mommy dearest is a mommy dearest fictitious... is a biopic it's a biopic okay based on the events written by joan crawford's daughter oh okay jo- and she was played by uh faye dunaway uh in that movie Oh, okay. I've heard of this. I've heard of the movie, but so I've the movie is the okay. and the other thing is there's uh, people say like how much of it is real, how much of it is accurate, but it's like even if you still like, got a, a half of it wasn't yeah. accurate, she clearly had an issue with. And also like what I find fascinating about this movie, it's it's like yeah, like I think 
I think it's easy to go like, wow, Baby Jane is a fucking monster. She is a monster. But she's a monster because of how she was raised. Because of like all the yeah. abuse that she had to deal with. Same thing with Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford had to deal with a ton of abuse growing up. Not just in her own household and her family, but also right. in Hollywood. And it's like, yeah, that fucking does something to people. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It does something horrible we still see this to this day like that's what i was so blown away with with this movie opening in 1914 or whatever and seeing how they treat fucking young kid actors i'm like that's still the same shit you see nowadays so with the, the masketeers or whatever like yeah yeah a lot fucking of... mary Kay and ashley like fucking the list goes on all those like... all those uh, power rangers turned into murderers <laughs> yeah like so what happened when you take kids and put them in front of a fucking stage and like force them to be like fictional actor characters well the reason a lot of the times that happens Obviously, there's many different reasons, but I feel like one of the majorities of the toxic version of this mm-hmm. is that the parent usually has the dream of being an actor, but yeah. their time has passed or whatever. But it's much easier for a kid. The, the other the other thing, though, mm-hmm. is not even just like, it's my dream. It's also like, hey, my kid is making a lot of money. That too. And I'm going to make the decision to put the Gary my kid Oldman in more and more stuff. Situation. Gary Oldman. Is it Gary? Gary Coleman. Coleman. <laughs> Yeah, Gary Oldman did actually Gary want to be Oldman an actor. had a lot of issues. But his, his parents wanted to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, side by son up for the darkest hour. We're side gonna by... yeah, we're gonna sign him up to be in a Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill fat Churchill. suit. He's like, Mom and Dad, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be Winston Churchill. I want to be fat in the movie. Put me in back as Commissioner Gordon. I like <laughs> now, that one. Now you're gonna be Winston Churchill. You like it? You're gonna <laughs> have to go to fucking acting school for this, you fucking wanker, <laughs> little wanker boy. Yes. So, yeah, that's what happened to Gary Coleman. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, the Gary Coleman. Horribly tragic yeah, events horribly, that occurred. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. So, I don't know. That's what I love about this movie, too. Is it's sort of like, like that line that Blanche says, which I think a lot of, like, some people would say, like, oh, maybe it's Blanche saying, like, I crippled myself by my own hatred of you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it is something to say of, like, I'm not saying that like, Blanche is responsible, but I don't think that. Mary Jane is completely responsible for what she turned into completely. Baby you know? Jane, not Mary Jane. Ma- yeah, Mary Jane as well. You know, Mary she, Jane as well. You you kiss Spider-Man once and you turn into a monster. Well, they, how many people get kissed upside down by Spider-Man? Like, <laughs> In the rain? On. I mean, that, cha- that changes a person. That changes a person. That changes a person completely. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that a lot of Baby Jane's upbringing as well as, yeah, a lot of the shit that happened to her is, is, is a lot of the responsibility falls on her parents. Totally. The, I don't also want to excuse the fact that she definitely has issues oh yeah unchecked oh yeah for and a long time not only unchecked but also probably like encouraged, encouraged. A bit. yeah yeah not even that her whole family like blanche probably put it on for like tolerated her way too long yeah that's true too um, um i love this movie yeah it's really it's good. so good I'll all s- these movies have been so fucking good it's amazing it's almost like if you just choose classic movies <laughs> that movies that have stood time. the test of time yeah. that people consider classics <laughs> and uh, movies that have just come out like last week yeah exactly i'm like oh fucking thing on netflix maybe it's good nah it's not no um yeah, yeah it turns out you're gonna get a lot of hits yeah maybe some you like more than others but they're all gonna be pretty good yeah so yeah let's so we only have one movie left this month how does this stack up up to all the other films we've seen to rebel without a cause uh-huh. and to m and then this one wait rebel without a cause sorry not rebel without a cause what are you talking about when did we watch that i've <laughs> seen that movie but no not i haven't time. seen that one no uh what was the one no the uh the the street card named street, desire street card named desire yeah. i would put, i would say m top mm-hmm. this one second mm-hmm. and then street card named, named desire, desire at the very end yeah mm. i just think a lot of the stuff i like street card named desire was good but i don't think it ate as well i think it had some very strange moments that i couldn't connect with as easily yeah it's a very sad film yeah, yeah. it's very sad and just... this one you got a couple laughs you're like yeah yeah peter that fucking bird peter, that parrot it's hilarious <laughs> yeah i don't know i i guess i have to put m up there like at, at number one just because it like really pushed the medium of like filmmaking forward you know? i really enjoyed watching it like it was such a fascinating movie to watch and just to know how old it is and like how many things it did that were yeah interesting i think i might have the same ranking as like you. it's such a fascinating movie and it's such a different look and just from a historical perspective like yeah. there's not going to be a movie like this ever again that's going to exist yeah 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 like and it's every movie that tries to copy it will be copying it. Yeah, there's yeah. no way you could like, copy that sort of thing, yeah. right? Because at this point, everything's copying it already. Yeah, every exactly. crime movie is doing that. Every movie with the serial killer, same thing. Yeah. While this, this was a great movie, and I think it's a great character study, but I feel like we've seen similar movies before. Probably not executed as well. No. But like this is this is something that's been around. Yeah. Uh, people are being trapped by. This their reminded family. me a lot of that movie Run. 
Uh, it's on Hulu. It's a very good film. Oh, is it that one with the lady the in woman the woman in a wheelchair? Yeah. yeah, that movie's really fucking good. Highly yeah. recommend that that film. Uh, Reminded me a lot of this one. Uh, but yeah, this I, I agree with you. But man, Betty Davis is in, she's incredible. In she's this. incredible. Yeah. Like it is, it is wild like, to see her turn. Like we can't describe how she turns on it's a dime. Like you're not even watching an actor act. Like you're just watching a person. Like. That's, I mean, that's a great compliment. Yes. Probably the best just, compliment you can get. She just looks like this abusive, awful woman. And like knowing that that's not really her. Like it's just. I don't know, Mike. She might be okay. Yeah, 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 who, know, knows? who knows? Until Maybe she starts cooking like the Joan bird. Croft or, yeah. Uh, I, but you just see this fucking awful woman. It's just like amazing to see how much she's just become this character. I loved it. I loved it. Great film. Highly yeah. recommend it. It's good stuff. Check it out. Don't watch Feud. Don't know. Don't watch it. Don't waste your fucking time. Don't I will it. say though. Susan Sarandon really looked a lot like yeah. Betty Davis. That's a good casting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 But it's still not good. Yeah, it's not good. Look, just Don't watch just it. Just watch this instead. Just because it's one good thing about movies has been the rest of their TV show, I guess. doesn't yeah. mean the rest of it's good. No. Uh, yeah, and also check out that YouTube channel I'm telling you guys about. Uh, if you guys have any other recommendations for movies, please email us at emailtheotherhalfpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous summer classic movie episodes, you can find them all on any podcasting app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read out on the show no matter what it says, even if it is a love letter to your daddy. Aww. But but if he's in heaven, then it's okay. It's even better. Yeah. We'll read it. We'll sing it. Yeah, we'll put a little postcard. We'll, we'll write it out to him. Yeah, exactly. We good to go. I don't know what the postman will do when they see just heaven written as the address. What do you think they do with that? Do they? Do you think, cause I think they, they throw it in the Santa Claus pile? Like, right. I think they just make but Santa where, read it. Where does that go? Where they make Santa read it? They send it to Santa. Yeah, dude. I think I have to explain a couple things to you about. Uh, Wait, what are you going to tell me? Santa's not real. What are you fucking talking about? Yeah, I guess he is. Like, look, if he he's ball. got a he, North Pole, he has an address. <laughs> okay, it? it's one North Pole. <laughs> What are you thinking? It's like Antarctica. No, North Pole's where he is. I thought that, that's, what is the street address? It is. It's one. He's the first house there. But what is the street? It's North Pole. North Pole's the street? North Pole Street. <laughs> I always thought it was KDK Lane. No. What the fuck? <laughs> are you stupid? What is this made up bullshit? No. We can just make stuff up. KDK Lane. That's probably like, you know, I've never been there. But I'm just going to say, I think. Yeah. It's just a little side street they built for the elves. They live on Candy Cane Lane. They live on Candy Cane Yeah, you gotta put you gotta house the elves. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean it's just logistic. Fair point, fair but point. But he lives in at one North, North Pole Street. North Pole Street. That's it. That's okay. where you gotta address your addresses, your fucking letters to. And you know All what? Right. They're like, whatever, he's like the god of this world, basically. So they just send it, you know, they're like heaven, this is like he is the next heaven. thing. Yeah, that is heaven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's called fucking you got North Pole and Candy Cane Land next to each other. How could it not be great? Like, come on. Fair point. Come all right, on. all right. Well, I'm just gonna leave the room now. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna. Uh, Mike, you wanna you wanna hang out with my little Santa prayer shelter here? My little <laughs> sure. yeah, prayer to- shrine. It's uh, nice. I got some uh, candy canes burning. Oh, that's yeah. You, that's you, I, know, I don't know. How I've you didn't mention this before. No, you didn't mention it. You always look at it. You you stare at it for a while. But I you're only like, stare at that. But, but you're like, I don't want to mention podcast. anything about it because I don't want to be weird. No, I don't want to be weird. I would no. avoid being weird on this podcast. You're really yeah. Fair. Yeah. Well, you you know, it would set a weird vibe. If you come in here and make fun of me for it. <laughs> Not at like, all. You come into my room and you just talk shit on like my Santa shrine it's fucking weird fair because point. you should respect him i do he, you good fair point because he sees us when we're sleeping and when we're awake when you're sleeping and he gives you good shit <laughs> he gives you that good shit i wouldn't have anything if i didn't have santa that's a fair point we and that's that is the true lesson of whatever happened baby jane we would exactly. be nowhere without santa. Merry Christmas. good night <laughs>